the only way that people will survive the the impact mentally from the pandemic and just life in general and and all of the things that come you know finances and whatever else is for us to start doing that self-empowerment stuff is for us to actually start taking control of ourselves and start doing that work on ourselves Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Wood Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. It's Linus Woods Mullins, and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, where we really talk about all those kinds of things that are going to help you vibe, to help you be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. I am a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, and your host today. And as usual, I'm always excited about the topic we're going to be talking about. You know, a couple of weeks ago or so, if you look down on the show page, I had a guest by the name of Dr. Laverne. And she was a pastor of a very successful church in uh, Philadelphia for 30 years. And when it came time for her to retire, she decided to definitely pivot, flip the script, change, transition, and start entering beauty contests. Talk about a transition and change. But you know what? Midlife really is all about that. Whether you change careers or not, our bodies are changing, our relationships are changing, many times our careers do change, and then you couple that with all the things that are going on right now in terms of change. I mean, the pandemic was a huge change and required a huge pivot. It was kind of like a double whammy for women over 40, especially if their bodies were already going through some stuff, and then you had the pandemic too. It was crazy, but it's amazing how in midlife we do raise to meet the challenge and do what's necessary to live a life that we truly love, to live a life that makes us feel vibrant. And for those of you who are feeling stuck, you need to listen to the story because it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to transition or transform into what it is you want to, to do. It's never too late to enhance the vibe and do you. So that's what we're going to be talking about. I am so excited. I have a guest that went from being um, number one disco queen and having hits and everything else to an app developer. We'll have to ask her, how did that happen? But I have with me today, Sophia May, and she is just fabulous. Not only is she beautiful, I mean, she's absolutely gorgeous. She's in the United Kingdom and she's a singer songwriter who had the number one spot on US Billboard Hot Dance airplay chart for three weeks in a row. Uh, the name of the, uh, the song was I Can't Help Myself, and I have a link down there to her video uh, from uh, that song so you can listen to it. Also, she was voted the number two dance airplay song of 2008 in Billboard, and she was the number one on Hot 96 charts in the U.S. She's had a fantastic 
professional career in entertainment since she was 16 years old. But there's been a little bit of a pivot in her life. And I'm going to ask her to share that with you because now she is doing something totally different. She's developing an app that we hope is going to help millions of people. So I'm really excited and honored to introduce to you Sophia May. Sophia, welcome to the Vibe Living podcast. It's wonderful to have you here today. Oh, it's fantastic to be here. I'm so glad I was asked. I really am. Thank you. You're welcome. And, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You can talk as long as you want because I love listening to the British accent. I try to imitate it. In fact, I listen to Acorn TV all the time just for the British accent. So I'm a real fan. So yeah, I, I, I still, I still, I don't get it. I don't get it, but I hear it all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. You're used to it. But tell me, how did you go? From being a um, great entertainer, uh, someone who uh, has had demonstrated success over and over again with all your collaborations and things you've done, to developing an app that's going to help so many people. Well, it's a quite a long story. I'm trying to think how I can condense this. So I, I guess I I started when I was about 15, 15, 16, and I was I was kind of pushed into doing a singing competition. My sister was like, you're going to do it. And I, I don't know how I plucked up the courage, but I did. And I won and it kind of, my music career went from there. And I had, I've, I've been so fortunate with, with my career with music, you know, to travel the world, mainly America to perform, performed with, you know, alongside, I mean, I've written for people like Gloria Gaynor, you know, performed alongside Lady Gaga, all sorts of stuff, just, you know, a really, really fantastic career. And in that time, I just, I never really felt as fulfilled as I know other people who were doing this, they wanted to be in my shoes and I was there. And although I was, you know, I was grateful, it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I still do music now. I still, I love to sing and I love to perform and, and I love that side of it. Although I'm a bit more nervous than people think with the performing, but I love to write. I love to the studio performance, that sort of stuff. I just felt like the thing that I loved the most was the people that I met along the way and the friendships that I built and, you know, long lifetime friendships, you know, keeping contact with these people. And I'm, I'm not talking about the radio people, even though, you know, I keep contact with them. I'm talking about my fan base. You know, I, I really had this interaction with people. Um, I had, you know, fans reach out to me. I had a fan that, that had HIV at the time. He did go on to develop AIDS and he passed away. But I, I wrote a song for him before that when he was really going through a time when he was struggling because he said that my music helped him during that period, you know, and I realized how important my music was to people, but also how important people were to me. And I think that was kind of my, my thing where I was like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but not necessarily for the fame or that side of it, but more so my connection with people and, and what my influence with kindness and compassion. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, I I'd taken my daughter to America to live for a year. I was writing for 50 Cent's um, label and one of his artists during that time. I was also touring. I was doing, um, you know, from the Prides to to just gigs and clubs and, and whatnot. And I, and I was working really hard that year. And then when I came back, I was like, right, I know what I want to do. <laughs> I know what, what it is, but I need to be able to get to the level where I can really make an impact so I did my nursing degree my mental health nursing degree I think you call it do you call it psychiatric nurses I think you yes mm -hmm. um so I decided to do my three-year university degree uh when I was 32 
yeah and it was like but it was right I was ready I'm not the most academic person I ended up getting a first class degree I during that time when I was at uni I was you know aware again it was about people and helping so I was like student rep and um, I ended up getting the award for the the it wasn't about the highest achiever it was about somebody who was like most dedicated to it and the the, so Mm -hmm. I I ended up you know getting that as well and and just it was just right for me it was just right I knew it was what I wanted to do um then the pandemic obviously hit some years after and I think that the main thing is people were trying to draw me back into music and I was recording Mm -hmm. and I was enjoying it and I was I was I was liking that because it was just me here my daughter who you know a teenage daughter was on her phone to her friends that she wasn't remotely interested in spending time with me during the pandemic. <laughs> so I sat down here with my microphone in the corner of the room and I wrote. Um, so I did the music, but I was asked to go on to Clubhouse and I was asked to do some music rooms and I started doing them and I was again starting to feel that same feeling like I'm loving talking to people from around the world. I love that part. I'm mm. not feeling filled. So I started my mental health rooms um, mm. on Monday and Thursday, and it's been running now for over a year. Uh, I run a men's room on a Monday. I run a room on a Thursday for anyone else, you know, male, female, however you identify to come in, share your testimony. And and just we've built this beautiful community that's got, you know, 23,000 members or something now. And, and that's where I want to be. And through that, my connections came let's take this outside of Clubhouse, let's keep doing the work. And I'm working with um, a team, there's a team of five of us, six of us now, um, working on this app, which is actually gonna be so incredible. I I, I'm, I feel so honored to be a part, I mean, I'm the founder of it, which mm-hmm. is incredible, but I just feel honored to be a part of it because uh, the Mendable app is gonna be something very unique that's not been done before, um, so yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. So tell me what it was that made you decide that you wanted to go into psychiatric nursing. What, 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 where did that come from? It was just my, my desire to help people. It was my, you know, mental health is, it, it affects everybody. It impacts on everybody. So, you know, I, I knew, I knew, I just knew, I just knew that this was the way forward. And I also knew that in order to get where I needed to go, I needed the, qualification behind me to really place myself in the in the right places so that's why I did my degree yeah I just I just knew I was I I feel like I'm here to help people I've got some sort of uh, talent around connecting with people and engaging with people so yeah you know, it's interesting because you're absolutely right. Music is very um, high, vi- has a high vibrational frequency and mm-hmm. it does lift you up almost always. And, mm-hmm. and or sometimes music will exert some kind of emotion uh, that, um, you know, is like buried that you need to release. There's there's this one um, piece and it's uh, it's a cla- it sounds like classical music, but it actually was written for a movie. And every time I hear it it moves me to tears. It has a lot of violins in it. It has a crescendo. It's got this kind of morose sound, but there's something that this makes me cry. It's, it's, it's so beautiful. It's just beautiful. Yeah. It brings you to tears, that kind of thing. And I feel like right now, 
uh, with everything that's going on and uh, especially, not just especially the United States, it's everywhere, but I just feel like especially the United States because it is really hot mess crazy right now. Uh, but it's like everybody is waiting to excel. Everybody's walking around holding their breath, waiting for the next breaking news, the next thing that's going to happen that's going to change their lives. Uh, so how does your app work with that? You said that you're hoping it's going to yeah. help a lot of people. What, what are the components of the app? Yeah, I mean, and, and I do think, and I just wanted to add as well that the app coming, you know, as it's coming, everybody thought, well, if something was going to come, it needs to come during the, the depths of the pandemic. And actually, no, because what's happening is now we're coming through the other side. There's a lot of social anxiety left and people are the, you know, services are just to the core. They, there's there's just not enough. Right. So this, this sort of thing and something unique like this is, is going to be really helpful and, and kind of filling that gap as much as we can because it's the only way that people will survive the the um the impact mentally from the pandemic and just life in general and and all of the things that come you know finances and whatever else is for us to start doing that self-empowerment stuff is for us to actually start taking control of ourselves and start doing that work on ourselves i believe so this is an opportunity and a, and a tool to do that so What's unique about the Mendable app is that it actually is going to be able to read people's personal biometrics. Wow. Um, it blows my mind when you say that. Yes. But let's talk a little bit about what, what is a biometric for those who may not understand. Well, it's kind of like our, our print, our, our anxiety levels. It's going to be able to read um, through the vagus nerve. So the vagus nerve in the thumb or the finger, it will be able to read that information. And the beauty of having this app is that we have... Um, Dr. Daniel Roach, who's part of the core team, who is not only, you know, an incredible inventor, an incredible scientist, an engineer, um, you know, he's he's well known for his research. He's the kind of one of the lead guys, 25 plus years working around the the, the vagus nerve. And so that he can read the data. We can really get something that's that's really good and it's really going to give people a true picture of themselves, but allow them in real time to then do something about it. So we've got, you know, there's loads of, you okay? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I, um, you said something about the vagus nerve and um, I, I wanted you to explain what the vagus nerve was because I think I'm getting ready to learn something here. You mentioned something about the vagus nerve in the fingertip. My understanding was that the vagus nerve, you know, goes from, you know, your, your, the brain basically all the way down into the gut. So explain what it is and where the fingertip thing comes in. So, so this, this is where we need to get Dr. Daniel Roach in. <laughs> because I'm all we're all lay people here. So that's okay. <laughs> that's just, that's your understanding. No one's going to give you a test. <laughs> like, all I can say is over the last year, he has been giving us lessons on this, and uh, I just took me back to uni days, and it all went. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's, it, it basically is a way of, of us reading. It's, it's to do with the breath between pulse, and I'm hoping he's going to be proud of me for that. Because <laughs> that's about the one sentence I took from it. But it, it, <laughs> in order to really, I, I guess the point is, in order to really help us, it's good to know where where we're at, isn't it? And sometimes we we decide where we're at we go on you know an app or whatever it is that we do and we can't really evaluate what the change is we can't evaluate the difference because we didn't really know what the baseline was other than what we thought it was whereas mm -hmm. we can see and you know what it actually is so 
this is going to allow that. But it's it's not just about that. That's the a really unique part of it. But the point is, is that it will then take you to tools and things that are going to be able to help to manage that. And then you can reevaluate and see where you're at. Hi, this is Lennis Woods Mullins, your host on the Vibe Living Podcast. I am a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40. I help women to be well in their mind, body, and spirit by teaching them about holistic practices, fitness, nutrition, and spiritual renewal. For over 14 years, I have helped women to vibe, to be more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged, and into the woman that I think all midlife women want to be. If you are struggling with releasing unwanted pounds, balancing your hormones, getting rid of that sense of anxiety, enhancing your immune system, and, well, just having a better wellness journey, consider scheduling a 15-minute free consultation. Let's see if we connect and how I might be able to help you vibe along your wellness journey. Just click on the link on the show page there and it says, Contact Linus. I hope to hear from you soon. Wow, so it can kind of tell you, okay, you're you're feeling very anxious today, or you're feeling and you very know. yeah, and you would I mean you would know, you would know if you were feeling like that because you'd probably come to the app because of that. But it mm-hmm. would be able to kind of, I guess, confirm that for you and then and then do things that will help you then be able to see that that that's changed for that day. And another thing that happens as well for us is that we often, I don't know, we can't see when there were good days when things are really bad so you know we can we can often be like everything's awful but actually there was you know a few days before when when actually there was a calm but but because we're so caught up in that in that moment which is just what happens it's 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 how we are as humans we can't see that so to have something that can reflect that and you can see is often quite a positive thing that that can can help lift you in that moment when you look back right, to Right, right. Kind of a positive reinforcement for those days when you were doing a lot better. You can check, say, what was going on at that time? What, you know, and also help to identify triggers. But here's the thing that's really amazing to me. And that is the pivot that you've done in terms of going from music and being an entertainer and writing for some of the top acts and all the wonderful things that you've done to doing something uh, that appears to be uh, totally different. Where did the inspiration and the motivation come to make that change? I think I just, I just, I wanted to be content myself. I wanted to be where I wanted to be. I mean, when I, so just a part of the story that I haven't spoken about is that I had my daughter and my song went to number one three months after she was born. So then I was kind of traveling a lot. And, and there was probably an element of me missing that side of it and whatnot. But my, my daughter was born with a partial chromosome deletion. So she has learning difficulties. She has epilepsy in her sleep and when she's awake. And there's these things around her as well. And I, and I guess the stigma around disabilities as well, all of this stuff, I think everything just played its little role in me knowing that actually I want to be happy. I want my daughter to be happy. I want her to see me happy. And and I need to be doing something that really suits me and something that I feel like I'm here and designed for. I think that's that's more the fit the point really. Yeah. 
And you're absolutely right about the whole idea of uh, everything really does stem from our mental health, which is so interesting because in general, in most societies, uh, that's the last thing that they talk about or that anybody wants to talk about. The thing that I like about your app is that it can help to raise awareness in terms of what's going on with us. Uh, Many times we don't allow ourselves to slow down enough to just to check in to see, you know, how am I feeling? What is going on? And it does, it's not so much about learning all the science or anything like that, but it is about getting it on your agenda to yeah. check in with yourself, to yeah. see where you're at. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what your hopes are for the app and when it's going to launch and, and, and who you're targeting in terms of being able to use the app. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing I, I'd like to say as well is that actually I, I'm I'm fully aware that the sort of social media thing and, and all that stuff is, is definitely not helping a lot of people with their mental health. There's there's a lot that can, but it depends where you direct yourself within that stuff. Um, so creating the idea of creating an app was something where I was thinking, is that just going to be people having more time on a phone or on a device or because the, the Mendable app isn't going to be just about a mobile phone app. It will be on, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, all different platforms. It will be like that. Um, but yeah, which is which is incredible, really. But it, it is a personal experience. And I, and I do want to kind of say that it is a personal experience where we also want people to feel connected. I can't say too much more than that but it will be something that is unique and different. Um, I've forgotten what your question was. That definitely is on your way to, uh, on your way to midlife thing. That definitely, <laughs> you're talking and all of a sudden you're like, oh. Well, that's also baby brain. You did answer my question. You absolutely <laughs> did answer my question. So what's next for you? I mean, you, you've done this wonderful thing. Well, the app yeah. is coming. What's next for you? I'm well, I mean, we're putting in a lot of work, a lot of time into getting this app ready for launch. And and Mendable is not just about an app. And that was the point I was going to make. <laughs> so the Mendable, it, it, Mendable is a movement. So it's something where we want to be able to really try and reach the harder to reach population as well. Not everybody uses mobile phone apps. Not everybody wants to use mobile phone apps. Hence, we've got the the groups that run on Clubhouse, which we will extend. We will eventually put some something similar into the app, no doubt, because it's gonna. It would be best if it was all in one place. Um, but they, but we want to do the groundwork. We want to do mendable hubs. We've got loads of ideas around just basically being able to reach as many people as we can. In and different- you're absolutely right, because not everybody's into apps, not everybody's into social media. There are still people who are yearning for that one-on-one, you know, face-to-face kind of uh, interaction and being able to go to support groups and things of that nature. That that sounds wonderful. Now, say the name of the, um, uh, the movement itself so we can be looking out for it. So Mendable, it's Mendable. So the website is www.mendable.app. Um, and it and it's all going to be under the mendable umbrella and there will be lots of things um at the moment i'm currently writing training programs to go under mendable as well so that we can we can i can train the people that come into the group so that they can train people in their local areas and and create um you know on on different things so it could be you know keeping yourself safe it could be 
all different stuff that we're going to write around that kind of mental health awareness and actions. I just love that. That's wonderful. And there's just not enough of this kind of thing in the world. So first of all, I'm just going to say thank you on behalf of the world for being <laughs> a part of such a wonderful and much needed um, movement. I love that. And um, I wanted to let everybody know that there are several links uh, in um, the show page so you can find out more about Sophia May. Make sure you follow her on Instagram, get on her clubhouse as well, and keep checking the site for new updates on what's going on with this wonderful movement, the Mandible. I'm going to call it the Mandible Movement, which is more, as I learned, much more than an app. It's a movement whose time has come, and it is so needed. But I do have to ask you a question. Full disclosure, if you don't mind my saying, as I'm looking at the beautiful Sophia May, she is with child and will be delivering soon. So yeah, she's playing out. Yep. And she's uh, delivering soon. I don't know when you'll hear this podcast, but you'll definitely hear it before she delivers. She delivers sometime in December. But here's the thing. You are still vibrant. You're still intuitive. You definitely are beautiful. And you are emerging into that wonderful woman that I know you want to be. So how do you do it? How do you maintain your vibe? I think I always keep at the forefront, most importantly. I always keep my daughter in, in my head. She's always there. And I'm always thinking, I just want to be want to be an inspiration to her. I want to be an inspiration to her friends. I want to be that person that can really guide her in the right direction and show her how to be a, a strong woman, an independent woman who actually, I laugh a lot. I laugh all the time. I'm constantly <laughs> laughing and I want, and, you know, and she's laughing all the time as well. And I just want that to continue. And I think that's what keeps my vibe. I keep myself as active as I can. I keep myself connected. Connection is key when we yes. lose connection everything can go downhill. And this is one of the things about Mendable because actually it's helped me so much as well is, you know, I absolutely want to help loads of people, you know, but we all need to help ourselves as well. And we need to do that first and foremost so we can pour into others. So, yeah. I love that. And you're absolutely right. When you are of service, it's amazing how the universe uh, conspires to serve you as well. That's what service is all about. And thank you so much, Sophia May, for sharing your vibe, sharing your beautiful project and just your soul. You have a beautiful soul and it's been great getting to know you and let's stay connected. Well, one thing I do know is that generally I do connect with people who have similar souls. So there you go. Oh, good. I'm a Sophia May soul. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. It's been wonderful having you. I know you could go anywhere. And I just want you to know I am so grateful that you spent some time to listen to the podcast. Don't forget to take a look at all the wonderful shows that we have on the podcast. We have brand new shows every week. And it's my wish and my, my goal to help you to live that vibrant life that you can live as you get over 40. You know, I really believe that midlife is does not mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to vibe, to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge, and to be the woman that you want to be. So until next time, have a fantastic day. And don't forget the vibe. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.
please take a look at the links below in the show page. Those links belong to the premium members of my Vibe Wellness Woman Facebook community. These premium members have products and services that you should really check out. Click on the link below to find out more about these wonderful women who have products and services that focus on the needs of the midlife woman. 